Welcome to the Glenwood Table Podcast, where we are reimagining Christian faith for the 21st century. I'm your host, Lance Hurst, and you can refer to me with they, them, or he, him pronouns. Each Tuesday, we'll be reading selections from the Bible based on the lectionary. For those of you who may not be familiar with the lectionary, this is a schedule of readings that many churches follow every Sunday. Each week, there are four readings both from the Hebrew Bible or the Jewish scriptures, which are commonly referred to as the Old Testament in many churches, as well as readings from the Christian New Testament. As you hear these texts read, we invite you to slow down and take a minute to notice how you feel. What themes do you hear emerging in these texts? What questions come up for you? Remember, these are ancient stories. They're complex, they're layered with meaning. So it's not about having all the right answers, but it's about engaging, slowing down, and noticing. Hi everyone, this is Reverend Emmy Arnold, and today I'm reading for you the passages for Easter Sunday, sometimes heard as Resurrection of the Lord Sunday. And I'm so glad you're here. The scriptures come from the book of Isaiah, chapter 49, verses 1 through 13, Psalm 18, verses 2 through 11 and 16 through 19, the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 11, verses 1 through 2, 23 through 24, and 28 through 39, the gospel according to Matthew, chapter 28, verses 1 through 10, and the gospel according to John, chapter 20 verses 1 through 18. Before we get started, just a quick note. The Reverend Dr. Wilda C. Gaffney has done a lot of work as she has translated these various passages. She has especially paid attention to gendered language. One of our goals here at the Glenwood Table is create a space for all people, including those whose gender is outside of our typical gender binaries. One area where we will differ at times in the way that we read these texts is specifically when we talk about the gender of people. We will read something more like sisters, siblings, and brothers. So friends, as you hear these texts, we invite you to listen now for a word from God. The Book of Isaiah, chapter 49, verses 1 through 13. Listen, you coastlands, to me, and pay heed, you peoples from afar. The creator of all called me from the womb. From my mother's belly, God made my name known. God made my mouth like a sharpened sword, and in the shadow of God's own hand, hid me. God made me like a polished arrow, and God's own quiver hid me. And God said to me, You are my slave, Israel, in you I am glorified. But I, I said, In vain have I labored. I have spent my strength for nothingness and vanity. Surely my judgment is with the faithful one, and my wages with my God. And now says the author of life who formed me in the womb to be God's slave, to return Jacob back to God. 
that Israel might be gathered to God. I am honored in the sight of the Holy One of old, and my God is my strength. God says, it is too light a thing that you should be my slave to raise up the tribes of Jacob, the line of Rebekah, and to restore the survivors of Israel, born of Rachel and Leah, and Bilhah and Zilpah. I will give you as a light to the nations, for it will be that my salvation reaches to the end of the earth. Thus says the faithful one, the Redeemer of Israel, God's Holy One, to one despised, abhorred by the nations. Queens and kings shall see and arise, princes and princesses, and they too shall prostrate themselves on account of the fire of Sinai, who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel, who has chosen you. Thus says the mighty God, In a favorable time I have answered you, and on a day of salvation I have helped you. I have kept you and given you as a covenant to the people, to establish the land, to apportion the desolate portions saying to the prisoners, go free. To those who are in darkness, let yourselves be known. Along the paths they shall pasture, and on all the bare heights shall be their pasture. They shall not hunger, nor shall they thirst. Neither shall heat nor sun strike them down, for the one who mother loves them shall lead them and by springs of water shall guide them. And I will turn all my mountains into a pathway, and my highways shall be raised up. Look, these shall come from far away, and see, these from the north and from the sea to the west, and these from the southlands of Cyrene. Sing for joy, you heavens, and exult, O earth, let mountains break forth into singing. For the tender loving one has comforted God's people and will mother love God's suffering ones. Psalm 18 verses 2 through 11 and 16 through 19. The rock who gave us birth is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call upon the Holy One, may she be praised, and from my enemies I shall be saved. The snares of death encompassed me, the rivers of wickedness assailed me, the snares of Sheol encircled me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon she who hears. To my God, I cried for help. From her temple, she heard my voice, and my cry came before her to her ears. Then the earth shuddered and quaked. The foundations also of the mountains trembled and were shaken because of her anger. Smoke went up from her nostrils, and consuming fire from her mouth. 
burning coals blazed forth from her. She spread out the heavens and descended. Thick darkness was under her feet. She mounted up on a cherub and flew. She soared on the wings of the wind. She made darkness her veil around her, her canopy dark waters and thick clouds. She reached down from on high. She took me. She drew me out of the multitude of water. She delivered me from my strong enemy and from those who hate me, for they were too mighty for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the sheltering God was my support. She brought me out into a broad place. She delivered me because she delights in me. The Letter to the Hebrews, chapter 11, verses 1, 2, 23, 24, and 28 through 39. Now faith is the essence of things hoped for, the conviction of that which is not seen. By faith, indeed, were our ancestors approved. By faith, Moses was hidden after his birth by his mother and father for three months because they saw that the child was beautiful and they were afraid of the king's commandment. By faith, Moses, after he had grown up, refused to be called a son of Pharaoh's daughter. By faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood in order that the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch the firstborn children of Israel. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as though on dry land. But when the Egyptians chose to try, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell when encircled for seven days. By faith, Rahab the prostitute did not perish with those who did not believe, because she had received the spies in peace. And what more should I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets of all genders, who through faith conquered realms, administered justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, and were made strong out of weakness, become mighty in war, felled foreign armies. Women through resurrection received their dead. Other people were tortured, refusing to receive a release in order to obtain a better resurrection. Yet others received a trial of mocking and whipping, and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawed in two. They were slaughtered by sword. They went about in animal skins, in sheepskin and goatskin, impoverished, oppressed, tormented. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains, and in caves and holes in the ground. And all these, commended for their faith, did not receive what was promised. 
The Gospel According to Matthew, chapter 28, verses 1 through 10. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And look, there was a great earthquake, for a messenger of God descending from heaven came and rolled away the stone and sat upon it. Its appearance was like lightning, and its clothing white as snow. For fear of the messenger, the guards shook and were as though dead. But the messenger responded to the women and said, Fear not. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised, just as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has been raised from the dead. And see, he is on to Galilee ahead of you. There you all will see him. This is my message for you. So the women left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples the news. Then all of a sudden Jesus met them and said, Shalom. And they came to him, took hold of his feet, and bowed down, worshiping him. And Jesus said to them, Fear not, go and tell my siblings to go to Galilee. There they will see me. The Gospel of John, chapter 20, verses 1 through 18. Now it was the first day of the week. Mary Magdalene came, early on while it was still dark, to the tomb and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Messiah out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple came and went to the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple ran ahead of Peter and reached the tomb first. And bending down to see, saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not enter. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb, and he saw the linen wrappings lying there and the face cloth that had been on Jesus's head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up separately in another place. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first went in and saw and believed. Indeed, they did not understand the scripture that it was necessary for Jesus to rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned once more to their homes. Now Mary stood outside, facing the tomb, weeping. As she wept, she bent down to see in the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had been lying. They said to her, Woman, why do you weep? She said to them, Because they have taken my Savior and I do not know where they have laid him. Having said this, 
she turned around and saw Jesus standing, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why do you weep? For whom do you look? Thinking that he was the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. Rather, go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Abba and to your Abba, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Savior. And she told them that he had said these things to her. This has been a reading of the word of God for you, a beloved child of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you so much for listening to this week's edition of Lectionary in a Human Voice. We pray that this was a meaningful time for slowing down and hearing these ancient sacred texts read to you. Just a reminder, if you would like to connect with us on social media, we can be found on Facebook and Instagram as Glenwood Table. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we invite you to subscribe and or to leave a review. We'll be releasing more content each week, both in this series, The Lectionary in a Human Voice, as well as new interviews with a variety of folks who are engaging faith in the most authentic way that they know how. So until next time, remember that you are loved and you are enough. Peace, friends.